Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Welcome to another edition of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of the Little Red Feather Racing Club, and I feel much, much better this week than I did last week. But joining me, as always, is Michelle Yu. Michelle, whereabouts are we this afternoon? Uh, I'm actually at home getting ready to go do a stone soup celebration at Spencer School and then head down to Del Mar. What exactly is a stone soup? Michelle. So I guess it is an old tradition and our preschool has done it as long as I've been there that um, like during Thanksgiving time, not everyone had like all the ingredients. And so everybody brought something and you mix it together in a soup um, and it would always be different. And then like a kid that didn't have or a family or whatever that didn't have money could bring like a stone and they heat it up and that's how the soup got hot. So like everything mattered. Oh. Um, so we do this little thing where you take your kiddos out to go shopping together and we all go to the store as like a big group and everyone has like a quote unquote grocery list with like pictures and the kids have to find their own groceries, um, oh, nice. bring, you know, that's their contribution to the stone soup and then they make it. And then we have like a little potluck and they sing little Thanksgiving songs. <laughs> okay. So it's a, I know, I'm not sure anybody cares about that, but, uh, I think it's pretty dang cool. It's cute. It's cute. All right. Um, we have a great show for you today. Michelle has gotten us Rachel Hare, and she has been a Twitter sensation for her first ever win at Del Mar. She is 19 years old, I believe, Michelle. That's and, what I saw. And Habeas uh, went wire to wire the other day, last weekend at Del Mar. Rachel Hare was seen cheering. And you know what we do at Owner's Box? We give owners a voice. So we're going to bring Rachel Hare on. A 19-year-old. We've had younger, but uh, yes, nice, to have, nice to have the youth of the game uh, on the owner's box. Michelle, give us some three things of note. Okay, so the first thing of note um, is that Rich Strike was entered into the Keeneland Horses of Racing Age sale uh, that was slated to go off on November 17th. And he would have been the first Derby winner since Sea Hero to go through the sales ring after the Derby. Sea uh, oh. Hero was in 1999, by the way. But they have now decided to withdraw him from what? that sale. Oh, my God. So Rich Strike will continue his stay and light exercise at Margot Farm. And that's where he's been in training leading up to Friday. I don't know if that means they are going to race him. I don't know if they are going to stand him stud. It, like, it literally doesn't say. It just says he has now been withdrawn and he's going to stay in this light training, quote unquote. Is Rich Strike the worst derby winner ever? <laughs> I'm just I asking. Mean, <laughs> maybe. There, there's a strong possibility. My okay. thing is, like, I... I don't I like, think I, that I don't want to make fun of him. Like he won the race. It's yeah, but I don't think he's worth a million dollars. He's winless in five starts since that derby. Um, he hasn't so run I, since May. So how do you know that's what they want? Is that what they wanted? A million? I don't know. That was just like the number I saw thrown around in social media. All right. How much are you worth right now, Michelle? If you were a racehorse? Oh, I'm beat up, broke down, and. Uh, nothing. Probably like 2500 bucks. Yeah, I think myself as well. After <laughs> after being so sick last week. Wow. 
Um, my uh, sec- my right, second thing ahead. of note yeah. is that on the flip side, we have seen a gentleman named John Stewart yes. buying up like everything for bazillions of dollars at the sales. Yep. Um, and it's been fun to follow and like no one knows anything about him. So obviously we're going to have to get him on the show so we can find out. Right. But he announced uh, today, actually, that they have named their farm. And they're calling it Resolute Farm, and it's located in the former Shadwell Stud in Midway. And Noel Murphy, who was with Middlebrook Farm for the last 20 years, is going to be the farm manager, and the horses will run under the name Resolute Racing. So everyone was kind of like, who is this guy? What's the organization? And so that has just been announced. So welcome to John Stewart. I mean, they're spending millions of dollars, and their logo is terrible. You know what's so funny? Um some of the, the the horses that he has are actually at the same place that Rich Strike is at, Margo Farms. It's all coming together. Wait, Someone's you don't know their logo with the gates? Yeah, no, and with the with the, the Palantino font. You know I'm a fontologist, Michelle. You don't like that font? That font is like from like the old Apple Mac. It was one of the original like seven fonts that came with the program. I mean, it's not that very. What in- font would you use for it? Uh, I'd have to go through my font list. Um, but like what you want something like more impactful. You want like, I want some creativity. I want, I want some style. Um, you know, uh, let me just look really quick. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell Michelle and I really I, like, I've been using this font called, uh, Montserrat, which oh, I really yeah. like. I think is a great font. Um, I've been using this font, Avenir, Avenir Next. I've been using, uh, and there's some, I mean, nowadays you, there's so many great fonts, but I think with that, for that kind of money, I would have designed it a little bit better. But that, that means nothing. Let's ignore me. That's like, you know what it is? That's like someone just saying, I'm commissioner of horse racing. That's what that is. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hold on. I got a cough. <clears throat> Excuse me. You need a cough button. Uh, okay, yeah, so my third thing of, my third thing of note is that the chosen Ron, who was probably probably like the feel good story going into Breeders' Cup, um, yeah. ran fifth, Phoenix. which was not terrible, but that was a ended his eight race win streak, and he is actually wheeling back in about two weeks, and they're gonna run him in the Cary Grant. Does that scare you a little bit, or does it show confidence? To me, it's scary. Why? Like, I don't know. You're just gonna just, work him. I mean, you would bring him back and work him in less than two weeks. Why not bring him back and run him? I've seen this move before, and I'm just going on record to saying it would not surprise me to see him not Bounce. run as well as he normally does. That's okay. just what I'm saying. I'm just going on record. Okay. Talk, I, listen, I don't want to make a big deal out of it, and we got to get to Rachel Hare. We got about two minutes. But I, I, I'd feel remiss if we didn't speak of the Rapoli thing. I mean, Mike Rapoli has come on our show. We both like Mike. I think he's great. I think he's, you know, done wonders for the game. He puts his money where his mouth is. Can't say enough good things about the guy. It was one of the best episodes we've ever had. I just, I find it a little bit odd, though, that he just made himself commissioner of racing. Well, technically, he didn't make himself commissioner. He put out a vote, and we voted him to be commissioner. Who voted him? Well, he put a Twitter poll out. Oh, so Twitter poll now. So so if... (laughs) <laughs> I'm serious. He put a Twitter poll out. And so that makes that 
that that means he's the commissioner. Now, I, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to be commissioner and like suggested four people and he was the overwhelming choice. It was like 65 percent Rapoli. OK. All right. I still think that sounds a little bit ridiculous. But I, listen, again, I'm behind him. I, I hope he changes the game. Um, and uh, we need more people like him. So that's all I'll say. But I think the whole thing about making yourself commissioner is pretty. Who would you make commissioner? You. No. Wow, you'd be great. No, I wouldn't. I think you would. All right, let's um let's take a quick break and then let's get Rachel Hare on the line. All right, back here on the owner's box with a very special guest. Not the youngest guest we've ever had, but close. Rachel Hare is joining us. Rachel, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Now, uh, just to confirm, you are 19? Yes. And when's your birthday? January 9th. So I'm oh, turning 20 pretty soon. Uh, she's like a thoroughbred. She turns uh turns in the first of the year. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. Uh, that that's very good. Okay. So almost 20. And and listen, you had you you became a social media sensation with uh your your big win with Habeas over the weekend. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about yourself and 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 how you got into horse ownership. So um you know I've kind of been around horses. I would say like majority of my whole life. My dad started owning horses when I was in middle school, probably sixth grade, like race horses. And my mom's always loved horses. She used to um, ride English and went to show jumpings and all that stuff. But that was before I was born. And then around middle school is when my dad started getting into it. And I would just go with him to the barn. She's like, oh, do you want to come with me to the barn? I want to go see the horses. And I would take all my friends. And everyone thought it was so cool that I had horses. And then once I started growing up and, like, got older, I realized, oh, man, like, I really like horses, you know, and so what's not to like? like, Exactly. What's not to like? They're just like big dogs. So so around like two or two, two and a half years ago, my dad, it was in the middle of summer. My dad was like, hey, you know, you should go to the barn and start working with the racehorses. You could really help us out. And I was like, okay, I guess. Because it was like I had nothing to do. So I was like, why not? Let's just go do that. So I started doing that. And at first, I didn't like it because I had to get up super early. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, that's a, that's a <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. But I started really enjoying it after like a month of doing it and being able to get up myself and just going and like, oh, I don't know. It was just so much fun. And then I had to take a break because school was starting again and I couldn't go during school hours. And now, then, where are you at school? Where are you at school? Well, I was, this was, I started like my senior year of high school and then I stopped going in back into that, going back into school. And then what is it? Around summertime, I started going again. And then I was in college. I went to Golden West for a little bit and I was, was, so I stopped doing that because I was like, I can't do this in school. But then I realized like, oh, school's not for me. I was like, I can't do this. And I had to sit down with my parents like and convince them my dad was on my side it was convincing my mom a little bit because it's like everyone wants their kid to go to school you know and it was a really big part on them to let me go so let me use my college fund to buy a horse <laughs> that's wait a that. second hold wait, on you use your college fund to buy a horse <laughs> yeah. that's my parents amazing. Used- <laughs> yeah. they let me use part of my college fund to buy a horse i'm working on paying them back though that was the deal so. And was this was this horse habeas or was that there was a habeas? Horse? Yes, this horse was habeas. It was a long time. It took us a long time to find it, but 
Well, yeah. I, so how did, how did it all come process. to be? Yeah, yeah, exactly, Michelle. What what was the process? So, you know, you're working at the barn. Uh, Rachel Hare, she's, she's kind of new to this, but she's really falling in love with it. She wants to quit school now, use her college fund. How, how, do, what is the process of finding habeas and buying habeas? So every night, me and my dad would just sit on like the computer on Echo Base and just looking through horses, just seeing which horses were fast because we were looking for like speed, you know. And once we found one, we'd co uh, coordinate with Keith and ask him what he thought. And it was kind of if all three of us liked the horse and we'd like put a claim in for him. And if one of us didn't like it, then we wouldn't do it. So it was like really a team effort trying to find a horse with that. But um, we did try and claim another horse too. Oh, shoot. I forgot his name. But that claim fell through. I got out. That's not, I tried, that's not we tried claiming a lot of horses, but we got lucky with Habeas in his race. It was between Habeas and his, the other horse, Midnight Fury, that won. But I was kind of like, oh, that horse seems the favorite. And I, I liked Habeas more than Midnight Fury. And I just was like, I want to do this one. And luckily, I was the only person who put a claim in for him. A lot How of much did you claim him for? Uh, 20000 This is a wow. horse, by the way, if you're listening, that costs $450,000 as a two-year-old. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's interesting, Michelle, these the dynamics, because I'm sure a lot of people listening don't know everything about the claiming game. And so what Rachel has done, you know, she she had to put the claim in. But tell us, it's frustrating when you get out shook, isn't it, Rachel? Oh, man, I couldn't tell you. I was getting out shook so much. I was getting so frustrated. I was like, I just want a horse. Just give me a horse, please. <laughs> uh, can, right. I, can we back up real quick and ask how you got involved with Keith? Uh, so Keith? was my dad's trainer for the longest time and it was kind of just like a favor my dad asked him hey my daughter really wants to get into this would you be able to help her out and he was yeah of course like totally i'll help her out so he's been a really big like a big person in this for me he's definitely like my men he is my mentor <laughs> so but he's, he's awesome and everyone yeah and everyone says too like i'm with the best person ever like he knows what he's doing and I'm in good hands and everything. And we have a good team going on at our barn too. So it's, yeah, pretty good, it's, pretty nice. it's so interesting. It's so interesting because uh, first of all, I'm still in shock that you use your college fund to buy a horse. I mean, that's like, <laughs> like one of the greatest stories. Really, of all do you time. wish your kids had asked you to use their college fund to buy a horse? Absolutely. I, oh, I, it's, I, it's, I'm so jealous. right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it took a lot of convincing with my mom, my dad, Oh, man, my mom wasn't really for it, but it worked. It worked out in the end. <laughs> but so when did you claim habeas? Um, It was in August, like August 25th, like the end of right. August, so, somewhere around there. Yeah. So he had run. So you claimed him out of at LaSalle. Is that correct? I claimed him out of Del Mar. Oh, out of we Del Mar. We drove down to so. Del Mar. Yeah. And then he ran second at LaSalle. He runs second at, at Santa Anita. And then you come into Del Mar and... Tell us a little bit, a bit about that experience, because that was a big deal, kind of running at Del Mar, first time you've ever run there. What, what were you oh, yeah, feeling? Yeah. What were you thinking? We've seen the video. Give us like a play-by-play -play of, of the day that Habeas runs. Oh, I woke up like wide-eyed at six in the morning, and I was like, oh my gosh. Race I day. was nervous. I was, I was excited, but I was so nervous, and everyone's telling me, why are you nervous? Your horse isn't even nervous. Like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, there's so much to think about. Like, there's so much stuff out of my control that could happen. And I was, it was a lot. It was a lot. But 
as it came closer, I was just trying to like pick because I was nervous that he was going to get claimed. And I was like, oh, I don't want him to get claimed, but I want him to win. And I was like, I just need to focus on one thing. So I was just like, put the claiming thing in the back of my head. And I was just like, focused on him winning. I was like, oh man. I was like, if he gets claimed, then I'll deal with that later. But I was like, I just want him to win right now. Right. And that's, and that's part of the game. It's, 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 it's a tough part of the game because, you know, a lot of people and and obviously Rachel, you're young and and this is your first time really around horse ownership for yourself. And you, you grow attached to these horses. There's no, there's no shame in that. Oh yeah. And this horse, especially because he's my first horse, he's, that's my baby. And I, I hate to admit it, but like, I love him so much. I, and everyone's like, you can't fall in love with your horses, like especially race horses. If the time comes, you need to get or like sell him or put him in a claiming race. You have to be able to do it. And it's, it's hard. It's hard coming to terms with that. <laughs> oh, did yeah. You, no. um, no. Did you do silks for him, by the way? Yes, I did. I made my own silks, the R-Star ones, the bright pink and white ones. Yeah, no, we saw them. They're bright. Yeah. What? <laughs> that's always fun talk about talk about your your design and 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 what you did so um i my thing so i'm making a i'm in the middle of making an a uh, business i guess out of this like r star racing that's okay. coming soon all right but, um i got the name r star actually from animal crossing because i used to play that when i was little and one of the animals gave me that as my nickname and for the longest time ever i always would like have people address me by that and so then nice. I was thinking like, oh, what should I do? And I was like, oh, so my mom was like, you should do our star. And I was like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about that. And so then, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love this so much. I can't tell you. I, can, I have a giant smile on my face right now, Michelle. Go ahead. I want to know then what you're, so now you've got this horse, you claimed him, he won. You got to keep him obviously. So what are your plans now with him? Um, just giving him like a nice little rest right now. Hopefully we'll see how he is. Maybe we can get him in a race down back at Del Mar maybe, but if not, maybe the daytimes at Wausau, we'll see what's available. I just want him to like rest and recoup right now from that big win. So I like that. A lot of time off. I like that. You what does it feel that. like Rachel? Oh man, it feels awesome. I have everyone like congratulating me. I'm like, Oh my gosh, thank you. Everyone's like, this is a long-awaited time, huh? And I'm like, yep. I mean, but time. you know, we haven't we haven't talked about the race, Michelle, because I was there that day, and this horse just broke like an absolute shot, opened up on the field, and just never looked back. It wasn't one of oh, those yeah. coming from behind. It was, he he was he never the entire race looked like a loser. So like, what's your what was your thought process when they turned for home? I've seen it, but a lot of people haven't seen that video. We'll share it again. But tell mm-hmm. tell everyone what what was going through your mind and how you were handling it. Oh, once I saw him turn that corner, I was getting a little nervous because I was like, I couldn't really see. And I thought one of the horses from the outside was going to catch up. But once I saw him down the stretch, I knew. I was like, oh, my God, I just won. And I turned around to go look at my dad. And he's like, no, keep watching, keep watching. And then I saw him cross the finish line. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It was like such a surreal moment. Like, I felt like I was out of my body. It was, oh, it was definitely like I will never forget that. Never okay, forget I, that feeling. I knew Dad was excited. What did mom say? My mom, oh, she was so happy too. She's I like really I'm so happy she could have been there because for the longest she was she wasn't against this, but she was just like really nervous that I wouldn't not that I wouldn't succeed, but just like nervous because this is a big commitment giving me my college fund, you know? 
and she just wants me to succeed. And I think her seeing that like really helped a lot, like with the handling. Okay, I think we made the right decision in not letting her go to school. All right. What is what so is what, okay? Tell what, tell us sorry, about our. I, I just want to know more about our star. Is this going to be a a public syndicate? Are you getting getting partners? Are you doing this all on your own? What is our star racing going to be? I think. Um, I don't know yet. I haven't really thought that much into it. I think it's just going to be me for now and like my family, maybe, I don't know. Cause my dad has his own like racing company for hairs racing. So okay. it's kind of something like along those lines. Gotcha. Go ahead, Michelle. And I, I wanted, I, I read that you also want to be a trainer. Yes. That's, that's the end goal. The owning the horse is the beginning step. And I have Keith right now helping me um, get my trainer's license again. He, him and I, we kind of go hand in hand with this horse. We both make decisions. He lets me put my input and in how I feel like he should be and like his training and stuff. I, he uh -huh. lets me give him input on that. But um, at the end of the day, like it's like a team effort between the two of us, which I'm really thankful for because I know there's some people who would be like, no, I'm, since I'm the trainer, I make the decisions, but it's, Keith is really helping me out with that. Well, I, I can tell you from my vantage point that it is a joy to listen to your enthusiasm and <laughs> in a sport that desperately needs youth, uh, you have brought sunshine to at least my day. Michelle, I, I, I don't know if I speak for you as well, but Always. Um, we, we are going to look out for you and your team and Habeas when he runs again. Rachel, congratulations and thanks for spending the time with us today. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you're She's you're so a new cute. superstar. We appreciate it, and and we'll, hopefully we'll see you again at Del Mar and win more races. Okay. Oh man, hopefully that's the plan. <laughs> All right, Rachel Hare joining Thank us you, on Rachel. on the owners' Thank box. You. Have a good Bye, Rachel. Day. Bye. All right, Michelle. That was pretty you're good. So cute. Yeah, very good, very good. And and you know, I don't know how many people out there will use their college funds to buy racehorses, but you know, not a not a terrible idea. It's obviously paying off. Well, for her, it is for sure. Would you let your kids do that? Use their college fund for Wait, let me, let me take a step back. Do you have college funds for your children? Yes. Okay. Both good. of my kids have a college fund. Okay. Now, if Spencer came to you tomorrow and said, Mom, I don't want to go to college. I want to buy racehorses. Your answer would be? Uh, can we do both? <laughs> what? I, I would tell him, can we just do both? Like. Yeah. I'll give you some money for that, but like, let's also be going to college. I'm sorry. I'm a, I, I believe college is overrated. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I believe it's overrated. I'm from the school now. Like if you have a passion, you're a young kid with a passion and, and you know what you want to do and you have a skill, you have skill set, go for it. Okay. That you do not need to go to college and, and drink beer for four years. Now, I wouldn't take my college experience, uh, uh, change it for anything. I loved my college. I made some of my best friends of my entire life. I had a great time. Um, I got to play baseball. You know, I, I got to learn uh, about movies and stuff like that because I was an RTVF major. But I'm just saying like, so I wouldn't change that. But I'm saying now, I think as I look back, if I knew exactly precisely, I wouldn't want to quote unquote, and I'm putting quotes, You should, I have air quotes, waste four years of my life going right. going to school now you know if you're not sure what you want to do yeah go to school learn you know but 
But it is expensive. I got to tell you that. Super expensive. It ain't cheap. I don't know how we're talking about college. But anyway, Michelle, what's coming (laughs) up at uh, Del Mar this weekend? So uh, at Del Mar this weekend is me. Me and Millie. Great. Uh, Millie and I are actually hosting the simulcast show for this weekend. So on Friday, they're going to be having an event called Wine Down, which is half off their bottles of wine. (laughs) Wine. Um, Saturday is the Desi Arnaz and the aforementioned Cary Grant. It's also the Uncorked Wine Festival. I feel like there's a theme this weekend. And yeah. then Sunday is the Bob Hope Stakes. Also, it's the Taste of the Turf Club. And they are doing their annual Toys for Tots. So if you bring a new unwrapped toy or a donation, you get free admission. I think there's still room on the, the Larry Colmus Colmus for Karma. Oh, Colmus Calls for Karma. Can you Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so Colmus Calls for Karma is something that Larry has done. Obviously, he's calling the races at the fall like he has the past um, couple of years. And if you sign up, I believe he does like one um, one group per race every day. Right. right? I think it's the third race. Yeah, you sign up through Del Mar. Go to DMTC.com, and there's a sign up there. It all goes to charity. It's a lot of fun. Um, and you get to meet Larry and watch him call a race. It's well, not cool. only that, you get to so you get to call, you get to watch him call. You get the meet and greet. You also get a box seat, and a hundred percent of the proceeds go to Karma. So yeah. it's not just like oh five bucks or whatever. And getting to go up to the announcers booth and get to watch someone, especially of Larry's caliber, call a race. I think that it's a very cool, unique thing. Hey, by the way, and Larry sounds great. I mean, I, 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 I don't know what's going on in the summers, but uh, I think I think Larry's great. Larry um, does sound good. I'm just throwing who, it out. Who, uh, who was I listening to the other day? Oh, what's his name? Um, Pete Aiello, Pete, Pete Aiello that came yeah. in for yeah. um, Breeders' Cup sounded fantastic. Yeah, except when Elm Drive got nailed. <laughs> And well, I, was that his fault or I actually watched the replay last night of that because I had never seen like your coverage and you were very sweet. You gave Elm Drive a lot of credit. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Michelle, do you know what tomorrow is? Uh, Friday. Yeah. Any other guesses? Your birthday. Yes. It is. It is your birthday. It's on my calendar. There you go. Well, I it's going to be 41. Uh, 41 is perfect. 40. That's my whatever it's i'm not sweet spot sweet spot birthday i i am i am much closer to 60 than i thought i would ever be so um (laughs) it's weird it's very strange when you get to our our age and birthdays don't really matter that much but you just feel old yeah you know what i mean yeah there's not really a big celebration yes i mean well you had a big one for your 50th right but then you're supposed to do that but then the rest i don't think i'm gonna ever have another one yeah, you will. 65 is a big birthday. 65? I got to wait yeah. that long? All right. Well, I expect a call from you. I will absolutely get a call. Actually, I'm going to be there. I'm going to come give you a big hug. Oh, phenomenal. Even better. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Rachel Hare, for coming on the show today. We appreciate, again, your enthusiasm and congratulations on your big win over the weekend with Habeas. Uh, Michelle, we are part of the In the Money Media Network at own a horse is the Twitter handle or X handle for the show at the Michelle U at BKLRF. You can email me any questions about horse racing, uh, especially if you want to talk commissioners. I'm just that's a joke. I'm joking. Uh, Billy at LittleRedFeather.com. Michelle, you're the best. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Bye.